being a pure player, um, we're in entirely in a virtual space. Mm-hmm. We, you know, mm-hmm. we don't buy good uh, store real estate and just get passing traffic and then retrospectively figure out who's walking into the store. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who you're targeting, no one walks in, no one bumps into your mm-hmm. store. Right. So I think culturally, already, if you're not thinking about data, you're not thinking about who you're targeting, you're not going to get traffic. Yeah. I think the second interesting thing, you know, in, in a previous life, um, I would think about positioning a brand and marketing uh, in a traditional sort of agency format, and you would take a very roundabout view of a customer. You might position your brand on some kind of, uh, you know, two axes, maybe like high value, low value, and, you know, trendy, not trendy, or whatever it is, and then you kind of like, yeah, we're near this sort of space of brands, and then you would extrapolate from that the type of consumer that would go to those brands and you know you think in demographic terms so what's the gender split and you know what's the age and um, that then follows through into the media that you buy you buy tv that way mm-hmm. uh, you buy radio that way you target an lsm you target uh, a location you target an age and that's about it mm-hmm. and that's kind of what works i think when you move into a digital space the way you purchase traffic starts becoming one-to-one. You know, you can go via Facebook or mm. Google AdWords and go, who do you want to target? And you can target that way. You can say, oh, I want to get this age and I want to, you know, but very quickly you realize from a performance standpoint, um, everything is moving into programmatic targeting. Mm. And programmatic targeting doesn't care what the actual demographic definition is. It, yeah. it cares how you behave. So it doesn't think in terms of, 21% of our customers are female of this age and this region because programmatic doesn't care. Programmatic says, we don't know why, but this is your most valuable customer. <laughs> this, is, this is from a revenue per visit uh, basis or from a efficiency, so from a, a ROAS, a return on ad spend or cost income ratio, whatever it is. You're just constantly seeing sort of an obscure audience that's actually largely nameless, faceless, in terms of how cheap it is and what return you get. And immediately that changes your kind of agency-led need to think about audiences in like demographic terms and you start thinking about them in behavioral terms. And if, if programmatically the end game is that you start targeting segments and then sub-segments and then ultimately one-to-one, right? And so what that looks like in our business is something we call the single customer view, which isn't that complex really it's every single uh, user id has a number and we are constantly endeavoring to store as many unique fields of data against those users as possible so broadly speaking we split that into three silos one silo is demographic so if you visualize it as a table maybe we have 15 it's more like 25 demographic fields then the transactional stuff, which is expected. You just store on a, for Lena, your order data. So what are you buying? What's in that basket? What's the value? How did, what platform did you buy off? Was it an app? Was it mobile? Um, and that's probably another 100 fields. And so if you've got demo and then you've got um, transactional, the third, which is actually the most elusive, is psychographic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took a while for us to understand that because I might have like huge amounts of data that say you have 22,000 people who like G-Star and live in Santon and buy four times a year on a basket size of 1,500 Rand. 
what does that person look like? Mm-hmm. You know, who are they? And you still need to know their taste level. You st- still need to know, if I was to market to that person, is their favorite influencer Beyonce or Ricky Rick? Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, how, how, do, how do I dr- package mm-hmm. what they want to buy, the transactional element, in a way that still person resonates? So yeah. there's a couple of ways that you can do that. Facebook is one way. Um, so you can, in- which is why Zuckerberg's in trouble, but, you know, you, you, you can inject... Um, email data um, so email addresses it will find corresponding accounts and in aggregate based on what those accounts have uh, liked for example you will pick up media interests what are the favorite bands or music or whatever Mm. Um, another way we survey so um, right now there's a survey on Superbalist Mm. Um, it's got about 45,000 respondents which is a decent sample in the last 30 days I've got your demographic profile, I've got your transactional profile, and I've got your psychographic or interest-based profile. And then in our organization, we have, we sort of discern between BI and data science, okay? So BI largely are the custodians of historical data, so that they actually are doing the data warehousing and engineering and just, just showing what is. What data science do is they predict and model what the future will do. And so... Google's doing this programmatically all the time, but now that we've got a single customer view of, let's say, 500,000 customers, all you now need to do is reverse out, okay, I want to target people who spend 2,000 rand or more on Android apps across the following categories. And data science will be able to reverse out the segment. But then they start predictively modeling what that audience will continue to do over time. And so if, for example, a user makes a purchase in that group, makes a purchase every three months, and each purchase incrementally grows, sort of the basket value, by 15%, they can start trending forward using machine learning. Well, over a period of 12 months, 24 Mm -hmm. months, three years, we can predictively forecast what the income or the customer lifetime value of that segment should give us. Mm. And so then you start thinking in segments and data sciences, the segment might be a tiny part of your business today, Mm. but predictably we forecast it will trend to becoming a material part of yours, or should. And then that is targeted. So we all then take that audience that might be 15% of our business now, but we understand based on behavior and how it maps to the South African uh, demographic that we're trying to target, it needs to be 30% of our business or 40% of our Mm -hmm. business and we'll inject it into Google Mm -hmm. or whatever else and chase it down as, as well as we can.